Welcome to That Vacation Company. This is Chanel, and I am joined with Caleb. I am sipping today from my Kings and Queens of England mug, which can only mean one thing, and one thing only, that we are going to embark on a journey to England. That's right. We're going into the archives of Caleb and Chanel, a.k.a. Our Travels, and we've decided to do the series on our travels to England and Scotland. We wanted to do this for a while, and we decided that now is the time. So, without further ado, we're going to jump into talking about a trip that we took, one of our favorite trips that we've taken um, to the British Isles, and which we did about a week-long tour of England and Scotland. And by the British Isles, you mean Great Britain. Yes. Well, yes. So um, we did. We decided when planning this trip, we decided to do a group tour. And we will talk about that throughout this series. This will be a multi-part um, series when we do our regular That Vacation co posts We're going to go kind of day by day through our trip, giving tips and advice along the way, but also talking about group travel along the way because group tours is something that we specialize in. It's a mode of transportation that we really enjoy. We've done it personally. Um, We recommend it to folks, especially for international travel. There's just a bevy of reasons that we do that. And there are all sorts of different group tours. Perhaps for you, group tours conjures up some specific thoughts or, you know, specific thinking. Um, But there are so many different types of group tours out there. And if you have been one to think that it's not for you, we would love to talk to you about that because there's so many guided When I say group tours, I'm meaning guided tours out there. And that's what we decided to do for this trip. Um, We just like the idea of having somewhat of an itinerary set for us, but also having some free time to explore. We liked the idea of the travel portion being taken care of for us, so we didn't have to figure out point A to point B. We didn't have to figure out all of that, and navigating. Um, So those were some of the strong reasons that we decided to go with this tour. Um, The tour company that we used for this particular trip was called Insight Vacations, um, and it is a company that we work with as as, as travel agents. Um, So it is a company that we would recommend. We've got firsthand experience with it, um, and we really, truly enjoyed this tour. So I'm going to jump right in and start talking about it. Before I do that, I'm going to turn it over to Caleb to see if he has any thoughts. I have thoughts. I just wanted to mention as far as guided tours go, one of the reasons why we did decide to go with a guided tour is because we traveling internationally, to me, I'm speaking mostly just for my personal opinion, seemed a bit daunting. I'd never done it before. And I mean, you you guys, if you've listened any time, you know, to our, to our podcast, any length of time, by now, you know, like I, I am a planner and I like to know what's going on. I like to be prepared. And the idea of traveling internationally <clears throat> just seemed a little bit daunting to me. And so to have somebody who was taking care of all of those plans, yes, we did use a travel agent, but even beyond that, um, all of the plans during the vacation, um, quite literally. I mean, uh, some of the days, all we really had to do was wake up and be somewhere. Um, and, and that's quite wonderful. 
when you're in a place that you're unfamiliar with. And, you know, obviously England, Scotland, we could have managed, you know, we speak the language, um, English, uh, if you don't know, and um, Queen's English. Uh, we, we just wanted some help uh, with the details because we wanted to see a lot. We knew we wanted to experience a lot. Uh, and there's so much to see there. Uh, in England, Scotland. I mean, we we literally could have just stuck around London for a week and not experienced everything that London had to offer. Massive city. Um, but we wanted that full experience where we got to see lots of things. And so for us, the guided tour seemed like the best way to go to experience the most for the money that we were paying for this trip. When we were researching the different tour companies... Um, I, I felt like insight would have been the best option for where we were at in life. Um, you know, two, uh, married people, no kids, uh, lovingly known as dinks, double income, no kids. Um, but there are all sorts of varieties out there depending on what you're trying to do, what you want to do. Um, but it seemed like to me the right pace, the right, um, type of excursions, the right type of, uh, even the right type of bus for what we were wanting. You know, it, it's Insight is known for having uh, fewer seats on the bus, so there's less people, more space uh, for your feet and your legroom, which I'll, I'll, you know, Chanel and I really desperately need lots of legroom. We're so tall. And, uh, you know, that was, uh, that was something that stood out to us as, you know, this could be a good, a good, uh, tour company for us to go with. And we did. We loved it. We would definitely recommend Insight to anybody. So uh, moving on, Chanel. Okay. So beginning with our travels, at the time we were living in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um, so we flew out of New Orleans to Philadelphia. Late night flight, which would put us overnight going overseas to put us for a morning arrival in London, which is what we wanted. We wanted to get there in the morning so we could hit the ground running and get acclimated to that, um, that, uh, time zone that we were in. Um, we were very excited, of course, didn't sleep very well on the plane, even though we'd taken a little something to try to help us. Um, so we just watched movies and and tried to sleep when we could and ate airplane food when it was available, which, you know, I, some people complain about, I didn't think it was bad. It didn't change my life, but it was, it was good and it was plentiful and there were plenty of snacks in between the meals and things like that. So this is when we, uh, Caleb and I lovingly were introduced to one of our favorite travel movies that we love to this day, My Life in Ruins. And if you've ever seen uh, Big Fat Greek Wedding, it's um, the same actress that uh, that did My Big Fat Greek Wedding, and she plays the lead in My Life in Ruins. And we just love this movie. We watched it on the plane, and we had such a good time watching it on the plane. And it's just a fun movie for us. So um, uneventful flight, landed in London around 10. And um, our little bit of travel advice for this, for international travel or traveling through multiple time zones, is to adapt yourself as quickly as possible to the time zone that you're traveling to. Um, And that may even require 
and some advanced planning and preparation. Um, if you're able to, if you're able to, it may even behoove you to somewhat acclimate yourself to that time frame or ease yourself into that time zone several days before. Um, that doesn't always work or is not always able to happen. Um, in our case, I don't think we were really able to do that. But once we got there, we the inclination is to be like, oh, I'm so tired. I didn't sleep on the plane. I really need rest. Some people want to check into the hotel and rest. That will mess you up. You really need to push through as difficult as it may be and be in the time zone that you're in. So for us, that was 10-ish in the morning. Probably by the time that we got over to our hotel location or area, it was more around noon. Um, so we just did our best to push through. There's all sorts of different methods and and you know advice online for how to kind of establish a sleep pattern for traveling internationally depending on how many time zones you're crossing i don't know if those work entirely we tried uh, especially with this trip we tried to do that <clears throat> we we found what seemed to be uh, a method that had some success according to the website reviews and whatnot um like Chanel kind of said, it didn't really work all that great for us, but uh, it's worth a shot. Um, I do agree that the best tip is to hit the ground running. Uh, don't don't just uh, you know cave to the idea of a nap because uh, you want to adjust to that time zone as quickly as possible. So find something, maybe even talk to your doctor about what can I do to get ready for that. Yeah. So uh, so what we decided to do. And um, the experts that we recommended that we read behind agreed to um, to get on the, that time zone. One person that we love to follow um, and we love to listen to her advice is Samantha Brown, and that's one thing that she definitely recommends. She's like, when you get to your de- destination, hit the streets, go for a walk. It helps you to acclimate. It helps you to enjoy your area and get present in that time. And so that's what we did. And actually, I reached out to Samantha Brown prior to our trip. And uh, via Twitter, I just tweeted her and was like, hey, getting ready to go to London for the first time. Can you recommend any budget-friendly places to eat? Um, And to my surprise, she responded rather quickly. And one of the places that she suggested was Pret a manger, which means ready to eat. So it's a little shop. There are probably multiple around London, which um, was not far. We had a location not far from our hotel with lots of ready to eat options, sandwiches, wraps, um, snacks of all kind. Um, kind of like a convenience store, but a little bit elevated, a little bit nicer than just your corner drugstore, convenience store, gas station. So we stopped there. We really enjoyed it. Um, to back up just a tad, our hotel at the time was the Thistle Marble Arch. It is now named the Amba Hotel Marble Arch. Same location, different name, probably under different uh, management ownership. Um, but aptly named Marble Arch because of its proximity to um, the Marble Arch feature. Um, which I believe historically, if I remember, this was something that was built or erected around the time of Queen Victoria. And it was on the Buckingham Palace Gardens um, property, but uh, I believe her carriages couldn't quite fit through it. And so they had to move it. And so they moved it to its present location. So it's just a beautiful historical uh, marker. Um, 
And so that was a nice little feature that we walked by. Um, we were pretty near Hyde Park. And so we did do a good bit of walking through Hyde Park. After we took our lunch, we walked through Hyde Park with the, uh, with the plan to get over to Harrods, which is a iconic, um, London, um, department store. And so we just, we knew we were in relative proximity. So we thought that's a good way to see a part of the city. We're going to walk to Harrods. And it was a good little walk. It was probably a mile or more one way. And we were pretty exhausted. So I think our tempers were fairly short with each other. It was a beautiful day in London, probably like 72 degrees. People were out having picnic lunches in the park everywhere. We were pretty exhausted, but we were glad to get to Harrods, glad to walk through and see it. Um, the very iconic shopping area. And so we just enjoyed that good little walk. What we were trying to do was to really, like we said, stay awake, get in that time zone, see some things, but not go over the top. So we really enjoyed seeing Herod's And it was one thing to scratch off our list. And one thing that we noted that we would revisit later when we, when our trip would circle back was we noticed a place that we really decided eventually to take afternoon tea there. We decided to do a high tea there. And um, we'll talk about that later, but that was really enjoyable. I'm glad you mentioned that because I was going to mention that. You know, I, I was trying to remember if it was at this moment that we scouted out a spot to to find high tea and it put a thought in our brains that we kind of went back and forth on and we'll we'll put a button in it for now but just so you're aware as we head towards this we we tend to when we when we think of something when we're traveling we tend to think oh is it worth it is it you know and so we'll waffle a good bit and this was probably one of those moments you know on day one we're seeing the price for high tea and we're like, oh, it's more than we expected to pay. Mm, we'll 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 think about it. And I, just as a prelude to what will come later, I just want to say, uh, when you're on vacation, you know, not everything obviously you need to go, you know, plus it, you know, or whatever you want to call it. But um, I, I say go for it. You know, you're you're only going to be there maybe one time in your life. Um, you know, I, we hope to visit London again, uh, but, you know, we don't know that. And so I would say it is worth it in that sense. So uh, we will revisit that story. Uh, but after we had done Harrods, and Harrods was fun. I actually really enjoyed walking around Harrods, and um, it is decadent as far as department stores. I mean, Macy's, you ain't got nothing on this. And uh, it, it was it was cool to see. Very iconic. They got the flags out front, all the nations, all that good stuff. Uh, and yeah, that was a good time. Um, although, like Chanel said, we we were really starting to maybe feel uh, the exhaustion from the jet lag, and we were getting a bit cranky. I was getting a bit cranky. I, I will take the blame for that. Uh, but it was kind of warm, and I, I don't know if we were necessarily even prepared for a sunny, warm day in London, um, at least not maybe dressed accordingly that day. And so we were hot. It was a long walk through Hyde Park, which was beautiful, um, but but hot. Yeah. So at this point, we're getting towards the later part of the afternoon. Um, we've done, like we said, a lot of walking, at least a little more than two miles just 
to Harrods and back, not to mention all the airport walking for the day and having been up well over 24 hours, almost with no sleep. Um, So we make our way back to the hotel to figure out some dinner plans. Um, I'll say this, and we'll we'll talk more about meals as we go through this travel log, Um, but many of our meals were included in our guided uh, group tour, which is another plus. Um, Often it takes some of the guesswork out of figuring out meals. They pick a lot of the places that are vetted, that are good meals that you're going to enjoy. Um, But this was not one of those times. The the first day we were really kind of on our own um, as far as meals, which is fine. We're, we're fine with that. We can always find some, we can, we're good at finding food. The Bergs follow our tummies. We are very good at it. So um, we, I think we did ask, um, you know, some hotel staff or the concierge or something like that about some recommendations in the area, kind of told them what we were maybe looking for. And um, they made some suggestions and we um, we found we found a pub not terribly far from where we were located, and it wasn't too crowded. The food was good. Um, it was a nice little walk there, and it was an enjoyable experience. I'm pretty sure fish and chips were had, at least by Caleb. Lots of fish and chips were had by Caleb because it's one of his favorite things. Um, and so it was an enjoyable it was an enjoyable meal. Well, and I had planned on, you know, I'm going to London, I'm going to eat fish and chips, and I'm going to probably eat my body weight in fish and chips. And I think between fish and chips and chicken tikka masala, I probably ate my body weight in those two food groups alone. Uh, And warm Diet Coke to wash it down because, you know, it's not America. Uh, But yeah, I actually really enjoyed it. To the best of our knowledge, and we didn't write this down because we didn't keep as good of journals back then, but I think that the pub we ate at was called The Three Tons. And uh, yeah, Chanel said we we asked uh, one of the uh, hotel concierge uh, employees, whatever, to to point us in the right direction that they they hit a winner with that one because that was good food. Um, Good time. And then we walked around some of the shops, looked around. It was a lot of fun. I mean, the the Oxford Street shops are pretty incredible. Um, there's some high-end stuff in that area from what I can remember. Um, and I think I have some pictures of some things. And it was a lot of fun. Um, but we were pretty beat after this. Yeah, so part of the reason for the walk after the dinner is is we knew we, you know, we took dinner probably, I'm guessing, around 5 or 6 o'clock, you know. And so we knew that we needed to just do something to keep ourselves awake. We knew if we slowed down and went back to the hotel, it would be over. So we took that walk and just, you know, continued to explore a little bit um, to keep things going. But after this, we went back to the hotel and called it an early evening, took baths and, and settled in, probably honestly went to bed somewhere between seven and eight. But, you know, having been up for well over 24 hours, getting up pretty early the next morning to start our tour. Um, I, I, I just remember I slept hard when I, once my head hit the pillow, I was out. And the next morning it was like, okay. And I'm glad that we did it that way because I woke up ready to face the day. I woke up having had a really solid, probably eight plus hours, you know, maybe 12 hours of sleep, but it was good. It was needed and woke up feeling so much better. Cause by the end of that day, I remember feeling pretty rough. I even wrote it in my travel journal, like, 
we were kind of shaky on like, uh oh, how's this trip going to go? Because we were feeling pretty grumpy and rotten after all that. But we were glad we stuck, stayed the course and stuck with our plan to keep ourselves awake, um, at least until the sun started to go down um, so that we could really get acclimated. And really, after that, I don't remember having any problems with jet lag beyond that. I, we were on that time schedule and we were okay. I will make this little note about um, British hotels, European hotels. Most of you probably know this is pretty common knowledge when traveling, but do expect hotel rooms to be on average smaller and hotel bathrooms to be on average much smaller than what you're used to. Um, We faced that in all of the places that we stayed and we stayed in very nice accommodations. That was another plus side of the guided group tour that we took. Um, They did put you in slightly nicer hotels that were in the center of where you wanted to be. So you're not like in a holiday inn on the outskirts of town. You're at a nice, you know, four star hotel, usually in the middle of where you want to be, um, whether it's a, some of them are historic locations, which we'll talk about. We stayed in one of those or multiple of those, or some of them are just very nice hotels, um, that put you right in the center of where you want to be. Um, but do expect smaller rooms. I remember in one of the locations we stayed, the doors were tricky. Like you'd open a door and there's the bed or you'd open the door and you hit the bathtub, you know, so much smaller, Um, that's nothing that's really a problem. It's just something to be aware about. So perhaps you're not caught off guard if you're not expecting that. Yep. Good stuff. Um, I can't wait to talk about the next day because, um, one of my favorite parts of the trip was breakfast each morning. I'm just going to give you the preview, just the preview. Uh, that was included in the guided tour, but breakfasts in England, yup. I would go back just for that. Um, But yeah, I'm excited about this series because this was one of our favorite trips of all time. Um, A wonderful, wonderful vacation. And guided tours, I think, are the way to go if you want to really get to see a lot in a shorter period of of time. And that we definitely did that. I mean, this was an eight-day tour, and we got to see way more than we would have if we had just kind, kind of tried to wing it ourselves. Plus... I wasn't feeling the idea of driving over there. I think now I probably would be a little bit more confident with it, but uh, I wasn't feeling it at that time. But um, this was this was a good way to do it, and I would encourage you to do that. There are so many different type of guided tours, guided tour companies, um, and we, we represent a few of them. And so we would definitely uh, recommend that as a course of action. What do you What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I think we'll have more things to say about it as we go, but um, it really, it really was great. We got to another thing I'll say is we met a lot of cool people on that tour. We enjoyed the company of um, some of the folks on the tour and got to know them a little bit. Um, we haven't kept in touch over the years, but some people have made lifelong friends this way because typically you have some things in common with these people. At least you know you enjoy traveling um, and hopefully enjoy the location that you're going to. So you already have some talking points and some commonalities there. So that's another great thing about um group tours for the extrovert. They're great because you have a built-in um, little community around you. And for the introvert, maybe they're good too, because it might help you a little bit um, with some of those things with navigating to have somebody that, you know, you can maybe rely on a little bit. So um, just a travel reminder that we hit on today is, is uh, when you travel internationally or through multiple time zone 
zones is push through your day, get acclimated as quickly as possible to that time zone. Um, it's okay if you go to bed a little early, like we did, we tried to at least make it to sundown. Um, but napping in the middle of your day will likely really mess you up. So, um, that's just our plug, our little tip for the day. Um, other than that, if you have any questions about group guided tours or any vacation or any travel plans, hit us up. You know, we're more than happy to give you a obligation free quote and talk about what tour groups might be best for you um, or any other kinds of travel. So thank you so much. We are that vacation company serving you the most delightful destinations.